0: This is the AAOS Career Podcast, part of the Bone Beat Orthopedic Podcast channel. This series features conversations on professional development and growth opportunities within the field of musculoskeletal healthcare. I'm your host, Austin Beeson, chair of the AAOS Resident Assembly. Thank you all for listening in on this special episode of the Career Podcast. Today we're joined by Dr. Liana Tedesco and Dr. Dan Cognetti, the incoming chair and vice chair of the Resident Assembly. We are here in Chicago at the annual meeting. We've had a great resident turnout, and we all met here in the podcast booth to kind of give an update on the resident assembly activities and what to look forward to in the upcoming year. So, Liana, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Absolutely. Hi, everyone. I'm Liana Tedesco. I'm a PGY4 at Columbia in New York City. I'm applying into hand and upper extremity surgery for fellowship, and I'm going to be the new chair of the resident assembly. I've spent the last couple of years involved in our education subcommittee Working on projects like the Medical Student Roadmap and our social media webinar. And I'm really looking forward to chairing our resident assembly and all of the great projects we have coming up in the coming year.
2: I'm Dan Cognetti. I'm a fourth-year resident at Brook Army Medical Center in San Antonio, and I'm interested in sports medicine, but I'll serve in the military and become a general orthopedic surgeon for four years afterwards. I've been involved with the resident assembly now for three years, so two years on the Career Development Committee and one year as chair. Over the past year, we've been working on a number of different initiatives, including financial literacy webinars, as well as some AOS Now articles. I'm very excited to be working with Dr. Tedesco in the upcoming year as vice chair. And uh, we have a number of initiatives we're really excited about and hope to get some more involvement from residents going forward.
0: Awesome. So it's great to have you both here. Looking forward to everything you guys will accomplish. You both have been so involved with the Resident Assembly for a long time, and I think we're in good position to make good change and create some great content for the future. On that note, Dr. Tedesco and Dr. Cognetti are going to be taking over as the hosts of the podcast, and so you'll be hearing from them a lot in this upcoming year. I do want to just talk about something you both mentioned. You've been involved with the Resident Assembly for a long time. What got you involved, and what advice would you give to residents looking to get involved?
1: So I got involved in the resident assembly because I am really interested in surgical education and how we digest information and how it is presented to us. So I was always definitely destined for the education committee. We have the opportunity to come to the meeting and meet with our fellow residents who are interested in similar topics. And I think that network has been really important in terms of my own understanding of how residency works in different places and how education is presented to residents. That's how I got involved and why I got involved. And since I've been on the Resident Assembly, especially as committee chair, it's been a great opportunity to create new content for residents based on their feedback, where we get to hear what people need and then we're able to go from there. And so that to me has been really valuable.
2: Similar for me, for a number of years, I actually tried to apply to different committee positions and I finally was involved with the Career Development Committee and got to the chair position. There've been a number of benefits, obviously, to me personally, but more so, I think I really have a drive, just like Liana, to try to help out with resident education and leave something better than you found it. I had a mentor one time tell me that If you're not better than me, then I've failed as a mentor. So I really take that to heart in terms of my approach to resident education, more junior residents than me. And I'm interested in becoming an academic surgeon eventually as well and mentoring future residents and future orthopedic surgeons. Those are really the big reasons. So I think getting involved with the AOS, obviously we're going to transition our committees a little bit next year. The delegates will be more involved, but speak with your program directors or department chairs about becoming a delegate. That'll be the way to get into a committee from now on. And we really hope to increase our engagement for each of the different committees within this coming year.
1: Yeah. One initiative we're definitely looking forward to working on is improving and clarifying the role of the resident delegates. I think it's a great opportunity to get involved in the AOS and be part of the governing body of our subspecialty. So we'll be working on recruiting more resident delegates from different programs with our members at large. And we're really looking forward to getting more input from our resident colleagues.
2: For me personally, I know that throughout the past year, I've gotten to meet a number of very important figures within the orthopedic community. Dr. Tedesco and I have both been able to interview some influential people this weekend. And just even on committee meetings or in different correspondences, you get to interact and rub shoulders with some very important people, people that may eventually be your fellowship director. So it's been a great opportunity and great experience and I highly recommend it and encourage everybody to get involved.
0: Those are perfect reasons to get involved. Great advice for any of our listeners who are just trying to learn about the resident assembly. I would echo what Dan just said. We do serve as this unifying voice for residents on issues that are important to us. But a side goal is also to serve as an early recruitment tool for the academy and to help foster leadership development during our training. Anything else you guys would add? Anything that you'd like to see change in the upcoming year? What's the direction of the resident assembly in your eyes?
1: I think we have a lot of great initiatives planned for the next year. One that I'm really excited about that we, Austin and I, have been working on is this Resident as Educator webinar series. As residents, we're asked to teach medical students and we're asked to teach each other. And there's no great framework on how to do that. And so we've created this series with a number of topics on how to be a great educator. And there'll be interactive webinars where you can Get feedback on how you're teaching and learning about how we use evidence-based techniques to deliver information effectively. So that's something I'm really excited about this year. And I think I'm also excited to work with our great executive committee, with Dan, with Austin as our outgoing chair and our new members at large and our subcommittee chairs. Just to develop ideas on how residents can make important changes within the academy. There are so many issues that are specific to residents and having our own sort of governing body within side of the AOS is going to be really impactful if we use our position correctly.
2: Yeah. I think when you come to the AOS meeting for the first time, the annual meeting, it's almost overwhelming. And really when I got involved with the committee and I got onto the executive committee, that made the meeting smaller. It made faces that I recognized and it really created some great relationships for me. So that's the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to continuing to foster this year as vice chair. And then I think just about a lot of simple ideas, things that you ask yourself on a daily basis that you don't understand as a resident or you don't feel like you have the resources for. So I want to target some of those ideas. Things like financial literacy we've worked a lot on in the past year, billing, insurance, just simple things that people will tune in and they'll want to know about because we're just not getting that all the time in our education. So I think those are some good things that we're going to work on this year. I love all those ideas. And I will
0: say, agreeing with Dan, the meeting itself feels very overwhelming at first. But I will tell you that the Academy is very supportive of resident initiatives and the things that we're trying to improve in our education. And the resident assembly really gives us that voice to make those needs and goals known. You had mentioned earlier that there are some changes to the structure of the resident assembly, or at least the role of the resident delegate in the upcoming year. Could you talk to us a little bit about what that will look like and how it might change the experience for residents on the resident assembly?
1: Sure. So we have a number of subcommittees, education, career development, innovation, health policy, DEI, and We will be consolidating involvement for the resident delegates, and we're going to have a limited number of spots per committee in order to increase engagement and involvement with the projects we have going on. This is going to be fluid, and if we have more people who are engaged and involved, we'll of course include them because the more the merrier, but we want to make sure that if you are interested in being part of the resident assembly and interested in getting involved, that you actually are showing up to some meetings and helping us out with the projects. In terms of the resident delegate, to be one, you need to be selected by your residency program director. So if you are listening and this is exciting to you, please reach out to your program director and they can reach out to me or Dan and we will set you up with the resident delegate position. And once you are a delegate, you can look into what we're doing on our website to see what projects are going on within each committee. From there, you'll sit on some meetings, we'll work on action plans for each project. And I think that's a great opportunity for someone who's interested in participating in the AOS, especially as a junior and senior resident, to get involved early.
0: And in terms of reaching out to Liana and Dan, we will include in the show notes their contact information so that you can reach out. And if you have questions about how to get involved or the logistics of it, please feel free to reach out. So for the upcoming year, there will be a whole new slate of topics. We would love to hear from listeners on what topics you're interested in. But Dan, do you have any thoughts on topics for upcoming year?
2: Yeah, we definitely have a lot of exciting topics coming up. Later today, I'm actually going to be interviewing Dr. Andrew Gurman, who, like myself, is from Western Central Pennsylvania and was actually the former AMA, American Medical Association president. He's one of two orthopedic surgeons ever to hold that role. So it'll be a very interesting discussion with him, talking about his over 30 years in practice and just some different insights and ideas about advocacy and why it's important.
1: Earlier in Academy, I had the pleasure of interviewing Dr. Keith Fetter, who is the recipient of the Humanitarian Award this year. He had founded the West Coast Sports Medicine Foundation in California, which provides underserved student athletes access not only to high quality medical care, but also scholarships and mentorship. And it was a really wonderful conversation to hear about how he got his foundation started and what motivates him and how he has been able to make such an important impact in the lives of these kids. Some other topics I think that might be great to talk about, you know, how to deal with mistakes and failure and how do you continue with your career without letting that bog you down. Society involvement, what are the pearls and pitfalls of that and how you can maximize the benefits you get out of being involved in AAOS or other subspecialty societies. Another idea I had was just working with industry and how innovation while you're in attending, whether you're in private practice or academic, how you can be successful in that and what steps you need to take if that's something you're interested in.
2: I think the innovation idea is awesome. Definitely something I've thought about, especially with being in the military. I worry about patent law a little bit. So that's an upcoming talk I have in the works. But some other things that I wanted to talk about exploring private versus academic practice when coming out of residency or fellowship and how you choose that particular field. I wanted to look at how to find mentors. That's an often asked question, whether for medical students or residents, is how do I identify a mentor and how do I be a good mentor? And then things like finding research or just different perils or points of contention or questions that young trainees may have, I think are all going to be interesting topics. And then I think even so, branching out from orthopedics and getting other viewpoints from different professionals, whether it's patent lawyers or things like that, that'll help bring a different perspective in that will be uh, really interesting.
0: Yeah, those sound like awesome topics. And I agree. I think the direction the podcast goes is very much resident driven. That was the goal of the Academy when they supported creation. And I think to Dan's point, reaching out to folks outside of orthopedics gives a great perspective. One of the episodes we had last year was with Dr. Jim Dolly, who's the white coat investor and an emergency medicine physician, but had great advice on financial management and investing. And so I think There's definitely resources outside of orthopedics that we could tap into to really make this content valuable.
1: So Austin, as your final AAOS Career Podcast episode as host, what can you tell us about what you've gotten out of this? What's been your favorite episode?
0: What I can tell you about the AAOS Career Podcast is it's been a great learning experience for me. It's been so much fun to interview people who otherwise would have had no way of getting in contact with. And what I've been amazed by is how approachable and excited these prominent figures in our field are talking with residents. And that's one thing that I've taken away from my time in the resident assembly and in this podcast is this really is a collegial group. The academy and orthopedics as a specialty, the people who have been doing this for a long time do care about the lifeblood of the specialty. And they are truly invested in young orthopedic surgeons and residents, and they want to see us do well. And they're full of great advice. And I think, for me, the podcasting host gig has been pretty easy because you just ask them a question, and they have unlimited great advice. And so I hope that's the case, and I'm sure it will be for you in the upcoming year. Favorite episode... It's so tough, but I do look back and I remember the first episode I recorded with Dr. Doug Lundy, which was spontaneous and at the annual meeting in San Diego. Uh, We did it in the podcast booth and it was very impromptu, very unscripted, but it was a talk about how residents get involved with advocacy. And I thought it came away with a lot of tangible steps for us to get involved. But it was also probably the first time that I realized that the attendings do really want us to be involved. They care about our experience. And so that was probably at least the most memorable. So, as we uh, wrap up this episode, Dr. Tedesco, Dr. Cognetti, any final parting words that you would share with the listeners?
2: Austin, just want to thank you for all you've done for the Resident Assembly for the past year and obviously the podcast starting it off. We hope to carry on the legacy. And just to reiterate about involvement, we're really excited to get a lot of new faces, new individuals involved this year. The biggest thing is getting involved through your program to become a resident delegate. So asking your program directors or your program chairs or reaching out to Liana and I about how to get involved and get involved in the committee, because we're excited to have you and we look forward to working with you. Thank you so much again, Austin and Liana. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, Austin, uh, big shoes to fill for me, but I'm really excited to get perspectives from residents all over the country and all levels of training to see what we need to improve our education and our experience as residents. The AOS is an amazing resource, both for clinical education as well as non-clinical education, like how do you find a job? How do you find a mentor? So I think it's really important to participate in things like the Resident Assembly and make your way to the annual meeting. Meet some new mentors that you wouldn't have met otherwise. And we would love to have everyone that we can. So reach out to Dan and I. We're happy to have you.
0: That sounds perfect the resident assembly is in the best of hands. Excited to see what you both do with the resident assembly and the podcast over the upcoming year. I'll be tuning in. Everyone listening, thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the AAOS Career Podcast, part of the Bonebeat Orthopedic Podcast channel with production and sound design by Mission-Based Media. For more information on this topic and to hear other conversations on professional development, please visit aaos.org forward slash thebonebeat-career.